0: is in progress
1: (laughs) happy to be here thank you so much
0: oh thank you so much for for chatting with me lisa and uh let me make sure i'm pronouncing is is it somali 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 okay somali
1: Somali. put together somali
0: (laughs) wonderful um no thank you both for chatting with me i really do appreciate it uh the film is great it really is Um, thank you it's such a joy um, I Somali, want to make sure you can see
1: Emma too. Can you see Emma on your screen?
0: Oh, I can't. Is she here?
2: No. Oh, there yeah. she is.
0: There she is. You know why? <laughs> I have it set to speaker. Oh, so that's, that's why. why. She hasn't said anything yet.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to make sure. But it I... wasn't
0: on there. I thought, oh, maybe Emma's not joining
2: us. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry.
0: No worries. Hi, Emma. Hi.
2: Um,
0: Honestly to to you all thank you so much for the, the time to chat. The film is a joy. And uh Somali I just to get us started I've heard that the film was inspired by your your mother, your relationship with your mother. Uh, I was wondering if you could speak to that.
1: Yes, of course. I'm happy to uh, she was really my my inspiration for the whole thing. The the relationship, the story is very much based on um, my mom and me in real life. And you know, and the, the the core of this story is really about a mother's love for her child and their mutual desperation to um, do what it takes to take care of each other and um, help each other survive. And uh, in so many ways, the character that I played, Tala, is is based on my mom. So I'm uh, extremely I'm extremely honored that I got to to do that and dedicate a movie like this to her and to people like her who do whatever it takes to to take care of the people that they love
0: yeah absolutely that you know and I didn't know that before I saw the film but I can see you know reflecting back because there's a real ferocity to her character yeah and I Uh, like that
1: it's it's it goes both ways too it's from the daughter's point of view as well you know and uh, it's it's both of them looking out for each other so whether or not whether or not you're a parent or whether you know you've been you know you're in a mother daughter relationship anyone who has loved someone deeply i think can relate to this story in their own way it's a it's a very universal um theme
0: absolutely absolutely um i would love to hear from from all of you on this because uh, there's a very brief line it might be uh, Lisa's character that says that I could be wrong. Uh, but somebody says that the deal is a gift. And I'm just wondering how the three of you feel. Do you feel like the deal is a gift? Or is it a curse?
3: You um, guys, Do you want to start, Samali?
1: Oh, no, please, you. Well, yeah. uh,
3: what I love about this movie is the many, many times I've seen it, I still... As I'm watching it I question myself whether or not I would take the deal and it really it goes back and forth you have money but you don't have that much money you have food you don't have that much food and ultimately you need to take your life so is taking your life and separating yourself from your family and the people who love you is it worth it is it worth those years of living somewhat comfortably and can you survive without taking it? And it makes you really question your own character and the only, your own relationships in your life. And especially coming out of this pandemic, it really kind of makes you think like, what if things went as badly as they did during the deal? What would I do? So yeah, I think it's both. The, the deal is a gift and it is a curse.
2: I agree with a lot of what Lisa just said and um the only thing that I can think of really is that if I if I was put into that situation I I don't know if I could live those 20 years knowing that there was an end date to the time that I had with my with my loved ones it I mean that as soon as anything in life if you as soon as you know that there is an end to it it, it's, it becomes so much so high pressure and the stakes become so high. And you, I think the re, your reaction to that can, um, can just influence how you then behave towards those people, which is exactly what you see in the relationship between Tala and Alan. Like Annalyn, blames Tala every single day for having taken the deal, even though it means that they have a comfortable house and they have just about enough food Um, So, but then at the same time, you know, if, like Lisa says, if, if the pandemic had gotten so much worse that we really would have struggled with resources and things like that, you know, what, what would I have done and I honestly, I've asked myself that question so many times and I still don't know the answer, but I would agree that it's neither or both, really.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, Sumali, what do you think?
1: Oh, I have. I I feel like these two lovely little ladies have said it all. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I could add to it. I, I, it's hard for me to not think like my character. I think I would, um, you know, I would take it and use it. Use use the resources to uh, set up, set up those that I love, so that they don't have to take it
0: see that's the interesting thing about this one in terms of other sci-fi dramas is so much of this involves what you can do for others in some ways it's very interesting like you yes you have an end date nobody wants to know the everybody wants to know the end date and no one wants to know what it is at the same yeah. time yep um but but your characters well all of your characters when you consider the deal mention other reasons to take it oh start a family oh you yeah know, you can set set yourself up for the next 20 years you just have to end your life no yeah, big deal do
1: something for the greater good it,
0: exactly it's it there's something almost uh I'm, I'm missing i'm missing the word now but there's something almost like almost positive about taking the deal it's not just it's such an interesting line that's why i thought it was so interesting about the film Mm
2: -hmm. um i mean that's you know that's the line that the bureau kind of spits out they say you know do take the deal it's for the greater good but the bureau obviously mm -hmm. has their own aims yeah they want you to die (laughs) yeah they you know so that line is kind of a bit tongue-in-cheek because yes, of course it's yeah. it's positive in and of itself but um is it really for the greater good I don't
0: know <laughs> yeah uh, it's a great question it's a great question and but and what it was one of the lines at the end you've received your fair share and you've enjoyed it now you may go in peace it's sort of like okay but I mean again the alternative I mean we're coming off of the other side of a pandemic so what's the alternative I I, I don't know it's just I really thought the premise was something something unique. I thought it was great.
1: I'm so glad that, that you thought of it the way you did, because this is exactly what we want people to take away from it. Yes, at its core, it's a love story, but for mm-hmm. you to be able to give thought to, what is this, what is this society where the, the cruelty is... Uh, you know, is normalized, and when you have these characters that are going through such a desperate time, um, you really see, because of the sci-fi world we built, you really see that in sharp relief, and you understand, like, how difficult it is, and then you ask yourself the questions like, well, what is, you know, is it a critique on our society now, you know, what what are we going to be doing now, post-pandemic, this, this, the deal envisions a world, you know, past the pandemic, and, Past climate change, which is still to come. So it is yet to be seen how we handle it as a society.
3: And I want to just add we this was written and produced before the pandemic. <laughs> so, so we, yeah, that's
1: right. We've been, we did our reshoots. What? Yes, yes. I love that face. That's my favorite face. When people find out. We did our reshoots in December of 2019. Right before the <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, we didn't
1: know any of. We didn't know anything. We would. We thought about this, and we and literally in post production, we were like, "Oh my gosh, you guys, the world is changing. We we need to get this out before this movie becomes a documentary." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what's so incredible for all of us. Like, what do we do with this? Like, are we psychic? Do we predict- I,
1: I love yeah. that face. Thank you. That's, that's, that's it's the so best. <laughs>
0: Well, I—I I mean, one of my one of my follow-up questions was about you know this being a response to the pandemic. But uh, what I'm saying is, what I'm hearing is you called it. <laughs> um, I—I'm actually shocked by that. I just uh, the, this is—it's so on point with everything we've been through for the last three years. Um, this is unbelievable. Um.
2: Well, yeah, and actually something something that really occurred to me during the pandemic, which reminded me very much of this film, is is the idea of the lack of resources and that that you do maybe have to ration out what you have to the people who deserve it most. And that becomes a really tricky question. And, you know, in Europe, we really saw that in Italy where the hospitals were so overloaded Uh, in the beginning when it first came over when the virus first came over that the hospital staff had to make these absolutely heartbreaking tragic decisions about who they could afford to put on a ventilator and who they couldn't and the people who were older who already had pre-existing health conditions who maybe already didn't have that much time left to live were not put on a ventilator and were left to die and that that was so that was just too close to the bone and that's exactly what the bureau in the film is trying to avoid. They're trying to avoid people getting too old so that they use a lot of resources. Um, and that was yeah that so after we'd filmed that and then you know I was sat at home watching the news and that happened. I was just like oh, oh I was nice it's really sensitive shivers down my spine. It's it's
1: really neat to hear that experience from you, uh, Emma, because the same was happening over here. Like we would see a news story, and you know, we would text it to each other. Like, oh my God, this we, this this is in this is in our movie, and we would be hi, texting hi. It to each other in the same, you know, with the same sense of uh, I don't know what the word is, but the same sense of
2: dread, well, or, horror, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, by request, could your next film be something happy? Uh, just like
1: <laughs>
3: no, everything's deal okay too.
0: and the deal too. there's no conflict and okay.
3: Everyone would be it would, be, it would be
0: unwatchable as a film. It would just be so dull. But I mean,
1: <laughs> there is. Hope. I'm going to say there is hope. There is hope in this film, even though there like, is, even though we 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 managed to stumble into a, a sad topic, but um, there is a lot of hope in it
0: which yeah. i will say uh you know without saying how the film ends the swerve that happens you got me um i i thought i knew where it was going and you got me you, you, so i was like oh wow okay
1: that's my favorite um, and I, I will say um you know when i when i approached sean our writer our amazing screenwriter with the idea um uh, the story idea that i had kind of took it to the point before that twist and um mm. and he was he was like as we were t- i remember we were sitting at a cafe outside this you know on a street in la and, and he was like oh i like that oh but then what if we do this and that, <laughs> that became the twist so he was really instrumental in writing a great screenplay
0: yeah it it, it works well it works really well um I was wondering, too, if you would like to talk, because the film, now, again, knowing it's pre-pandemic is a little bit different, but I'm wondering for, for you all, I mean, I think, Emma, you sort of addressed it a little bit. There's, the film has a lot to say about the healthcare system. Um, I was just wondering, uh, Sumali, from your perspective, why was that so important for you to wrestle with in the script?
1: Um, I think that the concept in general of um, how societies react to people in desperate situations is uh is a is a compelling is a compelling idea to explore um, through this medium. and uh, i I didn't realize it till not too long ago, but some of the other movies that i've uh, worked on and produced since this movie all have that uh, that lends to it, and mm. how our societies treat people in desperate situations. And you know, we we see it whether it's um, asylum seekers or people who are dealing with poverty and homelessness. Um, you know, there are a lot of issues that prevent them from gaining access to things that can better their quality of life. So, I just I, I love I love sci-fi, and I love the fact that when you, when you craft and create your sci-fi world, you can kind of write your own rules. And we, we did it in such a way that we created a very cruel and heartless society, because when you do that, you heighten the stakes and you can, you know, then you get this, you know, really up close personal view of Tala and Anilin going through a really desperate situation. And, you know, it, it heightens the emotions of how you feel it. Um, You know, I think we're just going through a time where, you know, for me, I want to put out I want to put out art that, that increases empathy, that builds empathy among, you know, among people. And I think that's, that's what we hope to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, with that in mind, speaking of empathy, uh, for all three of you, one of the lines that caught my attention throughout the film is that fear makes you act not like yourself. I was wondering what the three of you felt about that line and ask the question does that justify actions? Does fear justify our actions? If it's not ourselves?
3: Wow. Well, I think I think all the characters are tested in a situation that they never thought they would be in. And again, it makes you question what you would do, but it's hard to mm. know. Unless you're going through it, like w- w- fear, would it mean taking the deal to protect your child, or is or would it make you not take the deal so that you could be with your child? Mm. But it's true; it um, it really makes you question. But you can't
1: know until you're going through it.
0: It's a fair point.
1: Yeah, I feel like for me, it really that line. I mean. Tala spoke that line. Um, I really, yeah, I mean, similar to what Lisa said, it really is uh, for me about the regret that I feel like, you know, I think Tala wishes there's a part of her that wishes she could have been more idealistic and fought, you know, and not taken the deal and um mm. in a in a in a really good way and given her the best shot at her future. But you know, also knowing the more pragmatic side, the chances of that actually happening, you know, the way we set up the world was that, you know, you could maybe survive a couple years if you didn't take the deal, but surviving Mm. until your child is, you know, 19, 20 years old, it's not likely. So yeah, it's that, it's that push pull, you know, the deal, the deal, is it a gift? Is it a curse? And, um, you know, in a fearful place, she took the deal, but um, Mm. it's justified too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's a really difficult question to answer. I'm really struggling to, to actually answer this because I, it, I sort of think that, f- yes, fear justifies actions by the very fact that it causes you to do things that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that might be outside of your character. But you know, it's it's a, it's a tricky question. Does it justify it? Well, I don't know. Who, 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 context. Who right, the con- yeah. context matters. Yeah. The context is yeah. everything. Yeah. So I think if you're a very fear-driven person, also, you might actually not do certain things because you're too afraid. So in some ways, you could see Tala's decision to take the deal as a fear-based decision because she was too afraid not to take it. Rather than mm. you know, um, or that Anna Lynn doesn't want to take it because she's too afraid to take it rather than because it's a horrible prospect. Um, but yeah, def- I think I would say context, you know who who's who who's, whose actions are you talking about and um, the context within which that action was done is, I think very relevant to that question. These
1: are deep questions you're asking. It's great. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I'm a meditator. Sci-fi.
0: (laughs) Sci-fi asks big questions. That's what I love about
1: it. It You know, and uh, just this moment of levity makes me, you know, want to just give give a shout out to Emma too for how well she handled Mm. humor in the script because it is such a it is such a dark world and um, her character. Handles the humor, and, and you will you see how she uses humor to really get through it. And you know you need these moments like we just had of that levity to laugh, and to, you know it allows. Yeah, you us have to. You have to. to. It allows us to connect with her character, but it also, which something that I think is unique for sci-fi or for this dystopian fair, is to see how the character uses humor to deal with the world. I
2: love
1: that. I love that about, love that about how, you know I love that about how Sean wrote in the script, and I love how Emma you performed it so well. Thank you.
2: That's really sweet.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
2: when things are that dark, you know, you either succumb to it or you try and keep your head above water by constantly making jokes about it, which, (laughs) you know... Which is better? I
1: don't now, know. You but just, that's you what Annelin does, anyway. <laughs> you did it in such an aniline way. I love it. Yeah.
2: That, that was Very, sarcastic. That. Very sarcastic. Very sarcastic. Oh my know. gosh, that was one of the things <laughs> that endeared
1: us to you from uh, from your audition. You know, from your initial audition, mm. that just uh, made us fall well in love with you.
2: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you you all did an oh, amazing job. Um, I I have a feeling that you're not going to be able to answer this as we're we're starting to wrap up, okay. but. Uh, for the three of you, not your characters, obviously, for you, same situation, would you take the deal?
3: Oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> you know, okay, I'm just going to start it off. I think my rebellious spirit, and the more we talk about this, I don't think I'd take the deal. Hmm. Also, because I love my children so much that the thought of me leaving them to deal with my death <laughs> I couldn't deal with so I would rather just try to you know <laughs> forge it out and be a bandit. I don't know. I'd be the the boyfriend character you know making <laughs> alcohol and <laughs> I don't know I don't think I would. I think that's I my loved favorite. his character. Oh good. We do
0: too. I did.
2: Yeah. I um I I mean, you know, I was talking about fear-based people just now. Well, I, I feel like I'm quite a fear-based person. And so I think I would I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I I I want to say that I wouldn't take it, but I think the honest truth is that I probably would. Emma, if I'm just with you. I'm too scared. I'm too scared of what it would mean. To live without any kind of resources or help or money. I mean, you know, money makes the world go around. Like it's just that prospect is really terrifying to me. So yeah, I think I'd be a bit chicken. Take it. I I'm 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 with you. Exactly. Yeah, and
1: I wish exactly. I wish I would I wouldn't take it, but I think I would take it for a slightly different reason, though. I think um I don't this is weird. I think there's some um there's some weird comfort in knowing when your end date is and I'm the kind of person that's like okay I know it and I'm going to make the very very most of every (laughs) day (laughs) again and I'll take that (laughs) Uh, with the with the benefit of the the job and the and the and the food you know the food uh rations and the, the the roof over my head.
3: So I'm the only one living on my own here. <laughs> what the hell? Wait.
0: You have you have them for 20 years, uh, Lisa, you have them for 20 years, you're good. All right, fine. <laughs> Which Sorry. as we're asking
1: <laughs> deeper questions. And I love your I love your honesty,
2: Emma. I love that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, a big chicken and I'm quite selfish. So <laughs> <laughs> and I like my hot showers it's so awful that's, that that's fair
0: that's <laughs> fair it's funny asking the question i just feel like the worst howie mandel impersonator ever deal
2: or, right, no, or deal no deal, deal. It's like, it's <laughs> yeah.
0: open the basket and there's a virus open the suitcase and there's a virus in it or something anyway sorry <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i digress <laughs>
1: oh, <God. laughs> this is so. the humor we all need
0: <laughs> that's right that's right um well, for you all, as we wrap up, I, I just wonder what you hope people take away from from the deal,
1: Wow, <laughs> we've, um I we've covered it. I think it's, you know, oh, my mom, you know, my mom always used to say, "What's mine is yours." And um, hmm. I really, you know, this is my love song to her to honor how fiercely she loved me. i I hope people take away that universal sense of love and how important, you know, family is and how, uh, those bonds with the people you love, whether they're family or found family, um, you, know, you, you you will often do whatever it takes to help someone, and uh, that's that's the love that I want to put out there into the world. Um, that's that would be my hope.
2: Yeah, I hope that um, people are entertained because. You know, let's face it, What first and foremost, what we do is we work in the entertainment industry. So we ultimately want people to be entertained, but I think there are so many things in this movie that would provide food for thought um, and discussion. And I think, yeah, like Somali says, that central relationship between the mother and the daughter is just such a a tender, beautiful story. And I hope that people are touched by that and that it may be, makes them think about their own loved ones and their own relationships with the people in their life and maybe you know reevaluate how how we sometimes can treat people in our lives who maybe deserve better. I don't know.
3: All of the above. All of the above. Yeah. And just it's a fun movie.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's a fun yeah. movie. It's a wild ride. Um,
1: you don't know what's gonna happen. I'm so glad you came back to that because you yeah, know, some of what we talked about has been has been ripped pretty deep, and uh, yeah, yeah, we made it. We made it. We made it to be a wild, fun ride.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a thriller. It should be thrilling as well.
0: Yeah. It is. There's some great set pieces in it too. I thought there they they was uh, it was really well done.
1: Awesome.
2: And yeah.
0: and should should it come to pass, I'd be up for another deal. You know, ah. let's, let's see where the story goes next. It'd be it'd be interesting to see. Our dream is uh, but, to but,
1: our dream is to serialize it one day. So we'll we'll <laughs> turn it into a TV show.
0: So long as it doesn't have the same effect as this one did on the global culture.
1: Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> we'll predict something better. We'll predict something better. Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. Let's <laughs> go, go go a little more fun. No I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, No, thank you, uh, Suwali, Lisa, Emma. Thank you so much for the time. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for your honesty and your willingness to to chat. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.